please enjoy the music while your party's being reached. Recording in progress. Okay, so I'm here with a very special guest, Knox from season two of HBO's The Hype. Um, you're my favorite on the show, but also you're from the same hometown as me, Elmira, New York. Crazy. It's so crazy. <laughs> like I was eating food when I was watching um one of the early episodes. I think like food fell out of my mouth. I was like, wait, Elmira, New York, are you <laughs> fucking crazy? And we're like the same age, basically. I think you graduated from I did a little research. So you graduated in 2007 from EFA. Yeah. I graduated in 2006 yep. from Edison. Um, oh shit, Edison. My uncle went there. So my mom's house is on the border of uh the city of Elmira and Elmira Heights. So since I could walk to like both Cohen and Edison, like they're like, yeah, you go there. Um, but I had a lot of friends. I had some friends from EFA, some from Southside. Elmira is like a pretty fucking bleak city. I've talked about this on this pod before. <laughs> it's like one of the Rust Belt cities that never like bounced back. Um, Hell yeah. So I'm just glad you made it out and like you're on HBO now and you're killing it. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what was like, what was your experience growing up in Elmira? Because we're both like gay and, uh, you know, we do yeah. things differently. <laughs> it was crazy. I feel like our generation really started booming with the gays, like 2005, 2006, 2007 graduates and up. Before then, I didn't really see too many gay men or women in the L, for real. And my experience is just, you know, same old Elmira shit, small town, outside playing as a kid, had a lot of friends, you know, got into a lot of bullshit. That's actually why I came to California, LA, because I was getting into bullshit. And I'm like, Either I'm going to go to jail here or I got to do something with my life. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, the jail was, like, so present because, like, it was outside my bedroom window growing up. I didn't realize how bleak it was. I mean, I knew Elmira was bleak as shit, but, like, I moved to Rochester in 2006. And the first time I came back, I was like, wait, my house is between a maximum security prison and then, like, a railroad track and, like, a glass packaging factory. I'm like, this is so bad you know <laughs> Word. Anchor not glass. cool at all um, but you know my, my high school like not a single person was like out of the closet in 2006 but like you know I was someone I was on the radar you know but like there were people that are like faggier than me that were still in the closet but like everyone knew I was a little more low key like how did you like present at EFA in, in the early 2000s oh I was not low key but I never came out as gay <laughs> I was not low key though I always dressed like a boy, obviously played the basketball shit, but I was never low-key. I'm pretty sure if you ask people now, they could guess that I was going to be, like, a stud or whatever. you. I hate the word stud, but a stud. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean, it's, no one likes labels, but... um, Wait, do yeah, you have this but, website? Um, It was called schoolscum.com. Nope. Okay, so never heard this, of it. It was this message board <laughs> that came out when, like, I was a senior in high school, so this is probably 2006, <laughs> And it was, like, all the high schools in, like, our region. So it was, like, Southside, Elmira, Corning, Horseheads. And, like, people could post anonymously, like, shit about any topic they wanted to. And, like, someone posted about me, and they're like, I think he's gay. And uh, someone was like, ditch the femme, honey, because you'd be perfect. I made an account to be like, um, I don't think he's gay. I think he's really straight and, like, hot. You know, it was like, Jesus Christ, I was so, like, lost in the sauce back then. <laughs> Mhm. it's hard to come out in a small town like that because you just everybody knows everybody then everybody talks shit you know what i mean but i came out in college as soon as i left the l i was like Oof, i can breathe now i'm saying it <laughs> me too i mean that was my plan i was like oh because i got like facebook came out the year i went to college and so i was like um and you had to be like are you gay straight bisexual and i was like i'm gonna do straight and it took me like a couple of years but you know, it happened, but it seems, I mean, it seems a lot easier nowadays, which is great, you know, but it was such a different time, <laughs> like truly such a different time. Hell yeah, really. I'm ha I'm happy where it is nowadays. Whole bunch of shit's going on. Pronouns, non-binary, trans, people stepping up. I, I, I dig it. I fuck with it. And uh, I'm just happy for you. Like I, 
again, like I was so excited to see you on the hype. Um, one of the challenges on the show season two was to make a garment that represented your hometown. And I was like, this is like all of my interests colliding in one thing. And I thought you did <laughs> such a good job. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Um, where did you like hang out or like, where did you shop when you were in high school? For the Arnett, the Arnett Mall. The Arnett Mall, yeah. Where else? The Arnett Mall, which is I only had I think like a Macy's. I shopped. I want It was like a Kaufman's before it was a Macy's. Yeah. And yes, now it was. The, now the whole thing is closed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but there was that store. Um, it was called Tops and Bottoms. Do you remember that? Yep. Sure yeah. do. I couldn't afford sure anything do. there, but because <laughs> <laughs> it was like. It was like Baby Fat, Fat Farm, Vocal, Rockaware. It was like Yep, I store. sure do remember Tops and Bottoms. Holy shit. Yeah. Yep, sure do. I used to work at like American Eagle Journeys in the Arnett Mall. So oh that'd be God, like I my bet favorite. we crossed paths. Probably. I would hang out Probably. at the mall. Everybody did. That's crazy. Like, yeah. on the weekends, go to the mall. And that shit was like lame, but it was something to do. Elmira just has nothing to do. I hope one day I could come back and like, Create something for kids to do. And I feel like there's even less to do now because, like, the mall is no longer, like, a, a social scene because everyone has, like, social media. I mean, we had, like, MySpace was starting, but, like, that didn't... You would just maybe meet someone from, like, a different high school and, like, try to have, like, a date with them or something, but... Remember Danny G's? I think that was called Danny G's. It was in the mall. It was, like, no. a little, like... It was, like, a little... <laughs> Wait, the genius. nightclub? Yeah. It lasted for, like, two weeks and someone got stabbed yeah. there and they shut it down? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that too. I was like about to go there that night. <laughs> yep, that little that little thing. It, I think that turned into like a gymnastics center. It was next mm -hmm. to Spencer Gifts, yeah, by Sears. Oh, it's actually so warped. It's like I go back from time to time, but there's a there's an army recruitment center next door to like a um, tombstone store, like graveyard shit. They're like right next door to each other. It is so... that's fucking disgusting. That's just like peak <laughs> Elmira, you know? Hell yeah. But like, you know, there's some fashion mavens from Elmira. Well, Tommy Hilfiger mostly. Tommy Hilfiger, yeah, hell yeah. He was huge. He had that outlet store downtown. And I was like, wow, I don't have to drive all the way to Waterloo to like get some Yeah, it's true. It's deals. so true. But people don't know that he's from the L, which is like, because he always reps like the city, which I, I get it back then. It wasn't cool to be like from, like put a place on. But yeah. I think more, he should speak more about that because people really don't know that no and he wanted to i remember like years and years ago he wanted to buy that there's this mansion called strathmont in elmira uh -huh. and he wanted to buy that to turn into like a museum for him but like i mean who's gonna go there who's gonna pay for that <laughs> it's like it's so far from new york city you know elmira's like a four and a half five hour drive so yeah and you know is tommy hilfiger's i mean i wore his clothes loved his clothes um but i mean come on. i don't know if i'm gonna rally behind him as like somebody of peak interest that i would spend money to go view a museum of, i i wouldn't do it probably yeah i probably wouldn't either but like so my my parents are kind of older like my mom and my aunt like went to high school with him or his family and so he had a store in downtown elmira before the flood which wiped out all of downtown and they like you know, demolished all these buildings. And they built the first arena, which fucking flopped because like no one wants to see hockey. Um, but so when he was like a you know teenager, maybe early twenties, he had a store that was they would sell like jeans on the first floor, like denim and whatever, and then on the second floor it was like a head shop, and they sold like bongs and like pipes and shit. Um, That's sick. So he was like cool, and like he had like a bunch of siblings. He had like six or seven siblings. He didn't have any money growing up, but. Um, now he's like a billionaire and like probably now he's got a billion, a yeah. closeted homosexual with like a. <laughs> 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 remember watching that show Rich Girls? You ever watch that show Rich Girls? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. And I just remember them driving to the Hamptons in their Range Rover and like navigation was like a new thing on their, you know, dashboard. And I was like, oh my God, I want to be Allie Hilfiger so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still working. Uh, I'm 34. I have a roommate. I live in Brooklyn, but you know. <laughs> hey. Keep it, keep it going, keep it moving. So, like, how um, how soon after high school did you move to Los Angeles? I moved to LA when I was twenty one, and I graduated when I was seventeen. So, like, 
four years. Yeah. Four what years. are you doing in the meantime? Going to school, playing ball. I went to like um I went to a lot of schools. I went to school in Buffalo for ball. Okay. Ended up red shirt and leaving. Then I went to Alfred. Okay. I had friends who went to Alfred. Yeah, I went to Alfred. And then I went got a scholarship to play at the University of Bridgeport. But when I went to Connecticut, okay. I ended up leaving. And then I just came home doing bad. I got the brochure from the Art Institute of Hollywood, and that's how I came out here. Cool. Yeah. I don't you know even what? think that school exists anymore. I, <laughs> I've honestly never heard of it, but I'm still happy that you that made you. <laughs> get it, out it, there got, and, it got me and here pick for yourself sure. up and go out. Yeah. I went to RIT in Rochester, so I lived there for like oh, five nice. years. Uh, actually, I got a scholarship. I was like, wasn't behind the scenes. I was like doing a lot of, you know, drugs. But I had straight A's and I got a math and science scholarship to go to RIT and I tried giving it back. I was like, I'm giving it back. I'm going to move to New York City. I don't care. And they're like, are you sure? And I was like, no. (laughs) No, my cousin went to RIT. That's a good that's a good thing. Yeah, I guess I'm glad I did. I don't know. It's just uh, Rochester is a very fond place in my heart because it's like Elmira, but a lot better. Uh-huh. It's very similar in a lot of ways. Um, you know, there's more people and there's more stuff going on. Elmira is just like dead quiet and it's just, yeah, it is. It's just boring and, and bleak. But you mentioned something on the hype. Uh, there's a book called Zebra City, which Zebra described. Town. Oh, Zebra Town. Okay, sorry. Yep. Uh, which describes the phenomenon of like black men getting out of Elmira Correctional Facility and like having kids with white women, which is like so yeah. the vibe of Elmira. It's like <laughs> it's like more diverse than Greenpoint where I live now. <laughs> you know I mean? Dead ass. Elmira has so many biracial kids, it's fucking crazy. Everybody I grew up with was black and white. Everybody. My whole block black and white. And you know, obviously you got white people, you got black people, but more black and white motherfuckers than I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like Crazy. Where exactly did you, I mean, did you like move around at all or did you like have like a one spot? Where I grew up? Out? Yeah. You know where Lake Street is? Yes. Yeah, right behind there. I, I grew up like by Wegmans. Okay. And, uh, I know exactly where that is. Yeah. By in like Gushes yeah. and Wegmans and the fucking dollar store and Burger King right over on, over there off Lake Street. I think we were both too young to go to that gay club called Angles that closed down. I think before we probably turned 21. My parents used to go there. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, my parents used to go there. God, they I said it was lit. Like, even though it was gay, it was lit. Yeah, I always wanted to go. And then, you know, it was too late. It was closed down. But, um, do you so, like, after Angles closed, this, like, bar opened up that was not, like, exclusively or not, like, promoted as, like, a gay bar, but uh, it was, like, a jazz lounge, kind of, like, between that McDonald's near Angles and like Elmira College campus, it was called like Club Twenty Seven. It was like five hundred four, maybe that. Yeah, um, but the owner was um, murdered by his jilted lover, who was like an ex army dude. Um, their relationship was kind of like discovered by like a friend or something, and the dude shot the owner of the club in the head. And he was like, oh, my God, this guy, like, tried to force himself on me. Like, I don't know him at all. But then, like, there was some, you know, research done. And uh, they had, like, so much email and text correspondence. And, like, they were fully in a relationship. And this guy got, like, 25 to life, which I'm surprised in Elmira that, like, he was even found guilty, let alone, like, you know. I mean, that's a long time to go to jail for. But uh, that, like, he got, like, a sentence that was, you know not in like self-defense you know what i mean do you hear about that yeah crazy i never heard about that yeah i mean i think this happened in like i think it was in so like somewhere between like 20 2008 2010 like that because i heard about that club and i was like oh i should go there and then it was like closed down i was like fuck i've literally never been to like fucking anything gay in elmira even in like nope. like nowhere there's nothing nowhere it's so bleak that is kind of like one of my things, like, you know, if I ever have, like, too much money, <laughs> I'll, like, uh, I think I would like to open something, you know, a little hangout spot, like a bar. That'd be sick. I think people deserve it, you know? There's, like, so much pent-up 
shit. No one has anywhere to like dance or like do anything. Free. Do anything, yeah. Do anything out there. It is like you said, it's bleak as shit. I go back out there, I'll throw a couple parties, but then after that everybody's like, When you coming back and throw a party? When you come back to throw a party? <laughs> I'm like, not anytime soon, bro. When's the last time you were back in Elmira? Like a month and a half ago. Mm. Yep. What did I go back for? Yeah, what did you go back for? <sighs> Fuck, I really can't remember. I mean, the I summers upstate are really beautiful, though. Like, the nature is oh my like, exploding, and it's like, that's why, I mean, that's why I go Took back Took that sometimes. for granted. Took yeah, that for granted. I did, too. I never um, knew until I went back. I'm like, yo, it's mad pretty in the L. Damn. Mm, Who knew? It really is. Like, you know, my friend, like, grew up on, like, a horse farm. He would, like, his family, like, board other people's horses. Um that sounds like rich, but they had no money. They were in debt, like massively. <laughs> but like, um, there was like a seasonal access, like dirt road highway that went over, like kind of behind where like the overlook is, and like the, um, uh-huh. you know, soaring eagles glider museum, whatever. So I had a lot of formative experiences on just like a dirt road parked next to a car, <laughs> just like standing around in a field. Um, I miss that shit, and uh, you know all the fireflies and. The summer's like really magical in upstate New York. Um, yeah, I mean, I go back once, sometimes for holidays. Um, maybe I'll stay in a hotel in like Corning because I like to be able to walk around. Because like other hotels are like in Consumer Square, and then you have to like, yeah, yeah, just they buy like Market Street and shit. That's the yeah. only thing they got in Corning. Yeah, and then like I'm like I don't want to walk to an Outback Steakhouse. Like, I need to. Just get some steps in the morning, get my shit going, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so, like, let's talk about the hype a little bit. Because, like... Let's do it. I am so happy you're on the show. I, You know, you're very magnetic on the show. I think your designs are, like, top tier. Um, What made you apply for the show? And, like, what was the application process like? Crazy shit is, I didn't even apply for the show. Somebody called me. <laughs> really? And was like, Oh my God, that's T. Yeah. Yo, can I put you in contact with somebody who's making the show? I was like, What is the show? It's called The Hype. And I was like, Yeah, bet. I watched it. I'm familiar with it. I'm like, Yeah, give my name. So they gave him my name. I got a call. And then I just kept getting more calls and like, Oh, we want another interview and all that. You know how that goes. And then I just got on the show. I knew like five days before we were going to uh, film that I was on the show. Work. Yeah. So once I found out, I was like, oh, shit. And I got to like <laughs> change my mindset and all that. Then I got there, started the fucking show. And it's like one of those competition shows, you know, it starts like right off the bat. Yeah. I mean, did you watch like Project Runway growing up? Oh, yeah. Fuck Me yeah. Too. It's like one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah, it's lit. There's a lot of other, you know, there's like making the cut, which doesn't yeah, have like a I soul mean, to it. Um, yeah. For me, I mean, I love Tim Gunn. I love Heidi. I love their dynamic. But like the contestants, like I've never really been like drawn to. Um, then there's like Next in Fashion, which got rightfully canceled after one season with uh-huh. Tan France and Alexa Chung. Um, but I'm surprised there's not more. But anyways, I'm really happy for the success of the hype and it's back for a second season. Um, I like the hype because the first season was cool. I felt like the talent could have been better, but second season, I feel like they really found dope designers and everybody was like black and brown. I thought that was dope. I'm glad you said that first. I was going to say like season one, (laughs) I was like, not really impressed that much. Uh, Season two, like I'm loving it. Uh, And like, there's only two more episodes left. Right. And you're in the final four so like you probably do they do like a rupaul's drag race thing where they like announce the winner to everyone they like you find yeah 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 well i wouldn't i wouldn't pry anyways i'm not i'm not that nosy but um (laughs) just seeing the top four is like really it's great do you still like keep in touch with anyone from the cast yeah last night we had like a premiere in this little party thing i i guess we want we all watched the episode together and people were like in the building i'm really close with like con though oh, yeah con yeah yeah you won the last challenge i mean spoiler alert but, like you guys should be watching the show anyways but like facts you, uh <laughs> that jackie you made for offset's daughter was so fucking cute and that mm-hmm. like that like um 
tech pack error where like the purple collar was on the outside i think it was like actually probably not the only reason why you won but it's like it was actually so cute and perfect for like a little kid it was a great mistake and actually yeah like for a little kid it was it was like a happy mistake that's what we called it but yeah. we did open it up more like what the fuck damn because it was supposed to be flipped, but it worked out perfectly. The outfit was dope, and she liked it. She sold it way better than we could ever sell it. You know what I mean? She was like, yeah. I want to wear it for my birthday. I'm like, yeah, keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you could tell she was, like, so cute and, like, so happy with the outfit. Um, what's it like working with Offset? Yeah, she was hyped. It was cool working with Offset. He's a cool brother. You know what I mean? But it's just, how can I say this in a nice way? Offset was cool. The other two, Beffy and Marnie, kind of gave me like elitist vibes like what the fuck is up with marnie by the way like i don't know much about her but like something uh and you don't have to like really respond to this but i'm just gonna say like i don't get her accent i don't get where she's coming from she can like really dress herself very well she can dress other people very well but she like is confusing to me did you feel that yeah i mean i did too I feel like her and Buffy were very confusing and I just feel like they're really not present in the experience. And I just uh-huh. felt like they were there to get a check. Yeah, but, they're they're um, clocking and they're punching out very quickly. Yeah. And I just felt like they were never present. Some of the critiques that they, like I didn't really get critiqued much cause I never make it in the bottom three, but period. <laughs> <laughs> the people who did good critiques, they were not constructive. They were just like, dumb. you know what I mean? It was not yeah. constructive. So I was like, get, if you're going to critique somebody, give them something they can fix and improve and like live on. But I I never felt like they gave that. Yeah, that's a weird like dichotomy because like they're always like, they seem to be wanting to be helpful, but then like they send people home and then the people that go home, they're like, oh, so here's an opportunity for you that I'm going to give you. And I'm like, wait, I didn't think you even liked this person or really believed in them that much. So like, yeah, it's like ego some, to me yeah. that I saw. I feel like they like, um, spoiler alerts off of this shit. I think that they like Barth because Barth seems disenfranchised and like he needs the help. And I feel like they get a kick out of somebody that they think they can help and like needs them. Yeah, which is kind of like the antithesis of like a competition where it's like you've all worked very hard to get to a certain place. Like there doesn't need to be like a pity party thrown. Yeah, you can't coach somebody to getting to the next level like if you if because they didn't do that for the girl they're like no excuses and then some people walk in there and give mad excuses yes and they're like well try better next time type shit and i didn't like it i didn't like when sierra went home i felt like barb should have went home i thought that was nuts to me i did too i absolutely (laughs) did too i was so mad i was was like so mad and then the poor excuse oh because you're not here to you can't really do what you do i'm like she's doing what the fuck she does they're like, oh, well, we feel bad that you can't use your recycled fabrics to make the the garments you want to. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like she, she's been turning it all, all season. That was, that was a, that was a shock to my system. I was, I was mad. That was a shock to me. We were the last two girls. So I'm like, mm-hmm. we're going to probably, but she never was in the box. I didn't make no, it made no sense to me. I was speechless. I, I and I didn't too. see it coming. I mean, I kind of knew what the way they were editing it. I was like, oh, they're going to send her home. But, like, that's going to be fucking bullshit. So they did. Um, again, spoilers. But, like, you guys should be you should have been watching this shit from the beginning anyways. You know, there's six episodes out. You know, give it the program. Right. Um, wait, what happened with Val? Can you talk about that at all? Because, like, I've been, like, Googling, like, what the fuck. Oh, yeah. I can talk about what happened with Val because I don't oh, give a fuck. Val <laughs> is a very disrespectful dude. You know what I mean? I kind of And got basically that vibe. to make it, yeah, to make it short and sweet, he got kicked off. He will say that he left because later on, I feel like um, there's been rumors that he's gonna like speak his piece and say he left, but he got kicked off. I'm because, so sure, yeah. Yeah, he got kicked off because he was calling women on set bitches, me included, producers <laughs> included. He made a producer cry and he threatened her. Oh shit. So he had to get kicked off. But more than that, he in the design room and shit, he's on FaceTime with his feet kicked up, like on FaceTime with his cousin, like, look, bro. And it's just against the rules. You're not even supposed to have your phone. Yeah, so like you were like put in like a hotel or something and for yeah, how long was, was the whole like 
filming process? If you made it to the end, it was like a month and some change, a little over a month. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was a hell of a lot. And then we had to stay in a hotel where we're all sequestered. You can't leave the hotel. So it was like brutal. And I live in LA, so I'm like, I live 20 minutes away. I'm like, yeah, I can just drive home. home, get an Uber, <laughs> go in my bed. Yeah. yeah. But I couldn't, and it was a lot. But yeah, Val got kicked off because of that situation and uh, disrespected Virgil Abloh. But that happened on the first episode, but they didn't air any of that drama, which is crazy. They didn't air it. it was, we had a lot of drama on episode one, but he got kicked off episode three. Wait, Virgil Abloh was in the first episode? No, somebody said, um, basically somebody said, fuck Virgil. Okay. And it was a big thing. People started going off and on and on and on, and it turned into this huge argument. But I believe, like, if somebody has an opinion, it's only their opinion. Like, if he Me doesn't too. like Virgil, yeah, like, what the fuck are you going to do? Virgil's a dope creative, but he's not God. You know what I mean? And even if somebody said, fuck God, like, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? But they all I would love somebody like, fuck Marnie. Like, what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, just like. No, she's interesting. She's, she's interesting. She's, so interesting. she's got good taste. Uh, but I, I truly don't get where she comes from. Is she, like. Should I Google? <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> I'm going to go on the Google or Schmoogler now. Marnie, I'm going to guess she's from like. The hype HBO. Marnie Cenefonte. Okay, hold on. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, oh, she's won an Emmy? Okay. She was raised in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Oh, there oh, you go. Wait, but like, that, I don't know. That's on brand. <laughs> it's like, I, but do you think she edited her Wikipedia? <laughs> I think she's from like Croatia or something. <laughs> really, something's not adding up. You know, I'm hot on the case. My intuition is usually correct about these kind of things. <laughs> I'm hot on the case. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to the bottom of something eventually. <laughs> you think she's born? I I think uh, I don't know. I think she's uh, a lively character. I'll say that. And uh, for sure, I don't think she got her accent from Scranton, Pennsylvania, or anywhere, quite frankly. Um, <laughs> but you have no choice but to buy it because, like, she like someone I can't remember who, but like they got um, eliminated. And she's like, I want you to design something for Ivy Park and Beyonce. So you're like. Yes, Marnie. Yes, Marnie. I will do whatever you say. And it's like, okay, yeah, you know, she's got talent. She's hardworking, of course, but yeah, personality-wise, I'm like, yeah, me too. Something's going on there. Um, who are your like favorite designers? Like, where, where do you, where do you shop? Like, what do you? Uh, I don't do shop. You like, I hate shopping too. I go to like fucking Beacon's Closet. I go to like Goodwill. <laughs> Self. I buy just like plain sweaters <laughs> like i don't shop i literally don't shop and i know it's like i i don't i make i usually make some of my stuff but some of my favorite designers i like um reiko akuba she does like como desk garçon mm-hmm. i really like that Japanese oh my god thing. she's like let i mean she's like a it's an artist you know yeah she's i like como garçon fragrances they're fucking incredible. they're really good yeah i like matthew williams so I like I like Ronnie Fag from Kid. Okay. Teddy from Ame Leon Door. And that's pretty much it. I I try to keep it um tunnel vision because when I look at other designers, it's hard for me. Subconsciously, some of their shit will like come into my head. And oh, I'll oh, like Oh totally. Every medium I work I like, in, I'll it's like, like oh, I can do that and it kind of comes into my repertoire and I hate that. I know I hate it too, but it's like um yeah, no, it's like a constant struggle for me. It's like you kind of want to like pay homage to people, but you don't want to like step on their shit. But then like they're so in your head, that you can't help but be influenced by them. It's like Bad. a really uh, difficult process. I think especially in streetwear too, because like there's a lot of people like um, and I've seen it on the show, the hype specifically. They're kind of just like desperate to get their name known, but not necessarily like their designs that are that interesting um there's a lot of like i mean this is also true in every facet of fashion not just streetwear but like 
that's why I like the show because like the people that I'm like, okay, you're just a little too maybe too young for this or like you're too self-assured and you haven't put in the like I like the guy, I can't remember his name, but he like didn't even learn to sew. And I know it's not like a sewing show. Alexander. I was like, dude, Alex, just like learn to fucking use a sewing machine. You're going on HBO. It's prestige television, man. Like, just learn how to use a sewing machine. That too, I really like Alexander as a homie and a man. But yeah, he seems cool. I'd love to hang out with him. But like, fuck, dude. I feel like, like he got pushed too. I feel like there was favoritism definitely on this season, way okay. more than season one. And I just feel like some people were getting like coached because. The judges feel like they needed them. <laughs> mm-hmm. It goes back to like feeding eagles. And Alexander's dope. But yeah, I, I believe if you're on a design show, you should know how to sew at least. Maybe not the best, but at least know what, how to work a machine. Yeah, some rudimentary skills, but like he did look really cool and like all of his oh, for looks sure. He's a really, cool, you know, uh, they contain his essence. And I think that's mm-hmm. basically the most important part of of the whole thing, but um wait, did he get eliminated yet? We're up to mm-hmm. the final four. Okay, he did, right? Yeah. He just it's did. me, yeah. Brian, Barth, and Kanba. Okay. Who do you think will go home next? <laughs> um I think you and Con are like probably the top two. So like Brian and Barth. Okay, I can't even like I don't like <laughs> uh I don't know. Wait, who do you think will go? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Like, I have holes in my brain, you know? Uh-huh. Um, but in my mind, that's why I was, like, so excited to see you and Khan paired together for the offset, like, children's, like, shoot. I was like, these are the two, to me, like, the two best contenders on this season. Like, kind of by far. So, and you turned it out. Uh, but, yeah, okay. I don't, I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> we'll see i mean wait so is it like have taste you have yeah i mean yeah you have like elevated taste and i've noticed that like throughout the season the the winning looks are more i guess restrained but like they're not boring they're just not tacky and uh annoying like a lot of people on the show have tried to add a lot of stuff to kind of make up for like a lack of um, vision of like shape and proportion and like material and uh you know that doesn't fly yeah i agree so there's two episodes left yeah and they're gonna air at the same time right because it's like three thirty two. Yeah. okay well that's exciting when does that come out like this week thursday they're gonna have to pack oh, a lot fuck. of shit they're gonna have to pack a lot of shit uh-huh in, in two episodes because i'm like how how is that gonna happen but they, they're HBO. They'll figure out a way. They always figure out a way. Always figure out a way to make it happen, pack it in. So what is your life like in Los Angeles like right now? Like what's a day-to-day? Where's Where do you live? Where's your studio? Uh, I live in Pasadena. Okay. And my day-to-day is I wake up, go to work. I have a studio downtown and just sewing dog, putting in the work all the time. Cool. I'm actually coming to New York for some work Thursday. Cool. What's that yeah. project like? What is uh It's some shit with a high fashion magazine. I can't quite say the publication, but it's like okay, lockbox. That's fine. Yeah. It it it. I can tell you. I'll, I'll tell you off air. But you can tell me off air. Yeah. Oh wait. By the way, I went to your website and I'm truly gonna buy the hoodie, the gray hoodie. That's um. It says like upstate and then like DPNY. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I love hard. that. It's like I'm like I I need like a, a light gray hoodie. And this is like I felt like I wanted that. And I went to your website. I was like, work. And it looks really, really nicely made. Um, oh, it's real. The price it's is real appropriate. Nice. Um, it's a set actually. It's not just a hoodie. Oh, it's I can't. Too. I can't do a set. Well, you could wear them. You know, <laughs> maybe wear the pants with something and then the hoodie with something else. Wait, so like, uh, so like the price is like the hoodie and the the sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. Even though I was like, like you don't have to wear a hoodie. Together. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I try to look out because no, I don't. I mean, like your shit looks really high quality, and the prices are truly like affordable. I mean, like you can't charge less than that. Like you cannot. I mean, mm-hmm. I sell like these hats, you know, for like thirty-two bucks, and they're made in America, and 
embroidered and shit and like people like um i can get a hat for like 15 dollars on canal street i'm like well then do it bitch but do like, it <laughs> it's gonna like immolate you know if, if you're around like a, a fire it's gonna you know it's like made of plastic you know if you want something <laughs> that's like decently made you know do you have any i mean i don't really want to give connie that much attention right now because i'm just kind of exhausted and i know what he's trying to do but like do you have any thoughts on you know easy season nine and uh any of that yeah i do i thought it was absolutely trash i felt like it was created in two days i feel like he was like oh we need to go show in paris and he called somebody and he's like wire him to 250,000. we need a collection in two days and that's exactly what it looked like it looked thrown together it looked cheap it looked non-constructed even balenciaga shit didn't really like it but the silhouettes were nice the finishes were nice and the proportions were nice. It was nice. Just not my style, but nice nonetheless. Kanye's shit was not nice to me. It was not giving anything. Yeah, Kanye's shit was like pretty atrocious. And uh it, was it bad. did it did seem very slapped together. And uh I mean the vibe, we've kind of like gotten enough of that where it's just like shapes that aren't conventional. We get it in like gray and black and like whatever. Um I don't think anyone wants to really wear that, but it's fine if no one wants to wear it. I think he's coming from like an artist perspective, which I'm still not sure I'm respecting because then he like brings it into like a social media political sphere where he has like Candace Owens wearing a white lives matter yeah, t-shirt with the, with the Pope. And I'm like, like, you're trying to make people upset, but like that's so like 2016, like trying to like bait people into caring about something like I'm bored. I'm not even upset. I'm just like bored. I'm like, who cares? Also, like, there's young fans out there that are probably like, oh, you know, like, I now I believe, you know, whatever Kanye says. Because his, like, more than anyone, like, Kanye's, like, Instagram comment section is, like, the most, like, decrepit, like, uh, <laughs> like, a fucking minefield of just, like, delusional people I've, like, ever seen. He has a fucking cult, bro. He, he's a cult leader. He could be. I think, I mean, you know, he's, like, starting a school. He's started a church. And I'm, like, I kind of never think about that. But I'm, like, oh, wait, that's actually kind of like, important to consider because, like, he's really trying to be he's a starting leader. starting up. Uh, and I'm, like, why? Like, dude, just, like, you're an artist. Um, and, and that's that's what's weird because I feel like he's, he's mostly, like, an artist. Like, my work should speak for myself, for itself. And, like, then he, like, goes in these avenues where it's, like, now I have to actually be – the voice for like other people and i'm like wait that's maybe too far like why are you bothering yeah i think he has manic episodes out in public and at this point it's getting redundant and it's get and it's getting it's giving bored it's just like kind of like yeah. the crazy uncle that like always shows up to the holiday shit and you know he's gonna fuck shit up so you just let him <laughs> yeah <laughs> But you don't pay him no attention. It used to it used to make you upset, but now it's just like Uncle Fred. You can always act to ass. Can't ignore Watch Uncle out. Fred anymore, yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you think like Kanye gives like closeted vibes at all? I think a lot of men do. Well but, you know, I will say like allegedly, I've talked with him a lot before. Allegedly, you know, Kanye it seems to me like probably like a uh panamorous or what, I don't even know. He's, yeah, he'll yeah, fuck yeah, anyone. yeah. I can see that. However, I can see that. The hotel room has a allegedly. God, I don't want this. Allegedly, there might be an NDA, and it might be a million dollars. Allegedly, from what I've heard, allegedly, that you know, which is cool, but like he will never like, you know, be forthright with that shit. Um. I mean, Kim Kardashian was his like pet project. When they met, it was oh, just, yeah, like sure. it was like this weird faggot trying to dress this like um, lost like fashion, just like popular girl in high school, like prom queen. Yeah, and he made her. They made each other like this, you know, the pinnacle, the it fucking thing, the it fucking thing. Kim Kardashian being like the female body type, the ideal. Um, mm -hmm. There were fragrance bottles were just like the shape of her. Every then like all fashion became just like body con, like, you know, it's just yeah. like how does your body look? And that's it. And I'm like, that's so ugh. Ugh. It, like, it, most people don't back to, like 
<laughs> don't her love their body taken yeah. down and now she looks a lot slimmer and she, i'm like yeah it's all a game it's yeah all it's all it's game. all a game it's all a game and people don't know who they are yeah i mean even at that level you really yeah. got to do your work on who you want to be and awareness of who you actually are or no matter where you get it's going to be like that i feel bad for them both really as a human being i would never want to be that famous it seems I mean, Connie is clearly spiraling, but, like, I don't know how Kim hasn't, like, blown a gasket yet. Like, her life seems, um, like, more miserable than mine somehow. Like, I just can't imagine having <laughs> that many people. I don't like – I like my private time. I can't imagine having that many people, like, not only, like, having, like, four kids and, like, a crazy husband um, and, like, so many siblings and, like, you know, nieces and nephews. Like, I can't imagine the pressure of the world looking at you for every single thing. I don't know how I would live a single day of my life. It would be insane. I couldn't do it either. I, w I would be like, I'm good. Maybe to a certain point, but then I would definitely have to pull back the reins at some point and be like, I'm good. But I guess when you get there and the validation is so high that, I don't know, it's a drug. Like, that famous shit is a drug, they say. It is, well, it's just like money. You're like, oh, you could just, like, post an Instagram for, like, a million dollars for, like, a product. You'd be like, well... Yeah, because that's the taxes <laughs> for one of my houses. Like, if I can do that in 30 seconds, you know, it's like a progressive disease, basically. Like, that is. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I wish Kim and Connie the best. I just, I think, especially, you know, I've been like somewhat interested in Connie's shit. Eventually, I've gotten like desensitized. Like, I, I don't really care. I'm like, I don't get offended. I don't get like excited. I'm just like, yeah, he's doing it. You know, I love the genius doc. I loved like watching his like progression towards where he is now. But then I'm like ultimately disappointed because I'm like, mm, like you are an artist and you're so cool. But like, what are you doing now? But um, shit, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, I wish them <laughs> Me too. But, you know, I'm desensitized. I don't care. It's like there's no antics that Kanye can do that would make me feel like anything anymore. Me, me neither. Like, Nothing whatever. he could do. That would make me care about he's, anything he's got going on. He's and I, really I haven't been a fan for a long time. Yeah. I haven't been a fan for a long time, if I could keep that honest. I have not mm -hmm. been a fan in a long time. Um, What music are you listening to right now? Who are your favorite uh, favorite artists? Damn, music. I listen to like 90s R&B a lot. Me too. I stopped. Like, honestly, when we grew up, it was like the peak. <laughs> and it's like, it's <laughs> that for me. And, um, I don't know what's going on on the new song. Even though I like that fucking um, that Sam Smith song, Unholy. <laughs> you like that song? Okay, so that song to me, I've had it stuck in my head for like two weeks. Even though I think it's like the worst song I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> but it's like implanted. I don't like the verses. I like I've the never, hook. I've never the even hook heard the whole hard. song. It's like a chant. It's like a fucking a fucking chant i can't get it out of my head i know there's something there's something demonic there too see connie needs to like channel that shit if he wants to get in people's heads he needs to work with sam smith <laughs> they probably hooked up before probably i like sam smith though i think he has an incredible voice his voice is like fucking incredible i don't know what where he's from he's like an alien in the I think he's, yeah i know i'm like i'm not sure <laughs> i think he's british i think you know he reminds you a lot of uh boy george but i mean just physically yes. they kind of look oh, alike in there. yeah but i think boy george boy is a little george more daring down. and had like better music yeah. um who are like some of your dream clients like who would you like to style and like work with i don't know if i'd like to style anybody well, yeah. well not style who'd you like to you know design an outfit for hmm honestly i like making clothes for people like regular people not okay. saying that People aren't regular, but just like No, I love that. Somebody who fucking saved their money to have me do it. I get more out of that than like trying to dress somebody famous. I could give a fuck less if famous people are in my clothes, really. You are you're like dial down material, yeah. Gee shit. I it just doesn't interest me. I really am for the people. So probably my answer would be I would like to design for somebody who really saved it up and wanted me to do it. And I kill it for them. <laughs> I love that. I knew I had you on the pod for a reason. <laughs> you can take the girl out of Elmira, but you can't take the Elmira out of the girl. More. It's like, oh, I would love to have Jay-Z in my shit. Like, nah. <laughs> Jay-Z, oh my God. If it happens, so, it happens. But. Did you like Beyonce's latest album? Did you listen to it? 
I yeah, I listened to it. I tried to get into it, but I I just could not get into it like that. It was okay. What did would you like it? No, and like everyone is nailing me the fucking cross about this shit. I'm like, listen, it sounds good. There were like 500 people that made this album. Good for all of them. I'm sure they barely got paid. However, like <laughs> Beyonce's like point of view at this point, like I loved her growing up. Destiny's Child had like their albums. However, like Beyonce and like this is a complicated issue because it's like do i expect like a pop star to like be on social media and like tell me who they are no however like beyonce at this point is like a billionaire she's like basically like elevated off the earth she's on a different planet from all of us she's made it known she doesn't give a shit that's fine like i can separate an artist from their persona however she has no persona whatever but like when so many years go by and all she's put out is like that weird fucking like album with her and Jay-Z like seven years ago that fucking sucked dick in hell. Yeah. And then she comes out with this and I'm like, where have you been? Like we've needed you kind of, but like, I don't think I just couldn't latch onto it. I couldn't really groove, you know, I'm a Virgo, but I couldn't really groove. (laughs) I mean, I did hear like, um, break my soul when I was, kind of drunk in a cab on the bqe and i was like okay i like it now no no break my soul i like i think that's catchy i'm just not putting it on on my own time because i'm like i don't even think i like beyonce because i think she's like betrayed me in some way i don't know how and like she doesn't owe me shit but like i'm just like where have you been bitch like what what, like who are you talking to who are you making this music for just like demented gay guys like me okay you got my attention but i'm still not really but we're not, on board. It's, not it's supposed to be it's not it's not giving what it's supposed to be giving it feels it kind was, of fake it feels kind of random and like i'm glad she focused on like a subsect of like a subsect and like exploited the shit out of that and like made a thing for people much younger than me that like think that that's the best that they have to listen to like good for that good for them whatever it's just not for me i, I would yeah. listen to like anything else honestly that's not me my, too that's it. i'm feelings. i'm here with you on that one yeah it, it really wasn't giving Mm-mm. for me hate to say it love beyonce but that's just the real deal of it all it, it, it didn't do nothing for me it didn't do and i wanted it either. too I wanted and I it loved too. Bay Chell. I loved Coachella. I thought that performance, like it literally brought like tears to my eyes. Like that choreography. Wait, were you at Coachella when she performed uh-huh. that? Oh my God. What was that like? <sighs> Fucking insane. I was, I was I... dialed in for two hours. Watching this bitch. Dialed in. <sighs> I was in VIP. We were very close. I was like, holy VIP. shit. She's a monster. She's a yeah. monster. I give her that. She's a monster when it comes to that shit. To do that choreography for an hour and like forty minutes? Are you crazy? I can't even. And her like, voice sound impeccable. Yeah, I can't even like walk up my one flight of stairs and like talk on the phone. I'm like, hold on, I'll call you back. <laughs> for her to do that, like she's like a she's like an Olympian, you know, she's like an Olympian Entertainer. athlete. Yeah, yeah, so she like, you know, I'm also a Virgo, and like I, I you know, we contain a lot of multitudes, but like I just wish she kind of had like any sense of humor about anything really and i think it's kind of what it's missing for me is that, like everything seems so serious but it's supposed to be like so fun and exuberant but it's like the rollouts is like like there you don't hear her voice outside of the music and i get yeah, that like okay it's hard to connect the persona to a person yeah yeah which is she's, like she's left the planet she's on like mars with like jeff bezos or whatever now i don't even know yeah it, I, I feel the same way yeah and her music is at least if you're not going to give me music and you're not going to give me person, put some person in your music. Put yeah. some shit in your music. It's like, oh, we don't know shit about him either, but when he raps, you feel like you do. Because it's in the music. Her, uh, Sense Lemonade is giving nothing like, what's going on, girl? Like, we don't know anything about you. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel, at least. That's how I feel, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've done almost an hour. We're kind of wrapping up. Um, yeah. I mean, I think we kind of hit every question. I mean, I, I would love to have really you back on soon. Yeah. I really love talking to you, Knox. Like, I really just, like, appreciate your time so much. Of course. Um, I can't wait to see someone else from Elmira rise up. Like, I mean, it's 
there's like no one. It's like you, Tommy Hilfiger, Brian, what's the name? Brian uh, Williams. We got Mark Twain. We got uh, Eileen. What's her name that went to like Eileen the, Collins? Eileen Collins. Yes. She seems kind of like a lesbian too, right? Or mm-hmm. she just had she short hair. Definitely. She's definitely a lesbian. She's definitely a lesbian. vibes for sure. Yeah. Could be wrong though, but. I don't know. I think we're both probably. probably we're right about these things usually. But yeah, okay. I think we're, yeah, we'll wrap it up. Um, thank you so much again for coming on the pod, Knox. It was nice Thanks meeting you. Thanks for having you. me. I enjoyed it. You're funny as hell. Dom. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. So Dom Pigeon uh-huh. spelled damn pigeon, but like the, the A's and the V or the whatever yeah. flipped upside the A's and Wait, v. how did you come up with that name again? I forget. Honestly, I was in school. And we were just calling it Damn Pigeon. My boy knocked on my dorm one day. He said, yo, you got to change the name to Dom Pigeon. <laughs> how the fuck did you come up with that? He said, I was high and I was just looking on my computer all night. And he said, I just read it that way. But you have to change it. I said, yeah, it's a fact. I'm changing it. Okay. It's a fact. I, I must change it. If you're listening, go to DomPigeon.com. Right? Yeah, it's, no, like... it's DamnPigeon.nyc. Period. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you again i really liked i i love this conversation of course and, um, listen i'll be tuning in on thursday and uh Please. if you don't win i'm gonna f- open my veins let's just say that no if i don't win um take to the twitter sphere and and, and get on it you might have to have me back on if i don't win so i can really talk about it. <laughs> no i will oh my god you're, an you're welcome anytime um yeah, I mean, again, thanks so much. Of course. Um, I'm going to be posting this on, like, Spotify and iTunes um, later tonight, tomorrow. Okay. So I'll tag you. Um, Knox, I wish you all the best. Uh, I would <laughs> imagine, like, an outfit that you would design me. I kind of want just, like, the baby outfit with a purple collar. I think I would look kind of cute in that. <laughs> like, it's it's kind of – I like wear, like, neutrals mostly, but, like, a little pop of color. Yeah, whatever. If ever, whenever. I'm always here for you, bro. If ever, whenever. I make clothes. That's that's my duty. All right. All right. We're signing off. Thank you again. Of course. Good night. See you. Bye.